Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the PH Nutrition Podcast. My name's Tom, one of the coaches, and today we are going to be discussing our top 10 tips for handling your holiday nutrition. To help me work through these list of 10 tips, I've got Coach Chloe alongside me today. Hey Chloe, how are you doing? Hey Tom, I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm really good. Uh, I'm excited. Summer is fully here in the UK right now. Looking forward to summer holidays. I know I've got a lot of clients who are excited about traveling and this topic is something we get asked a lot about whether people are traveling for work or they're traveling for pleasure or whatever it is people are packing their bags this time of year and they're on the move so let's dive straight in we've got 10 tips so get your pen and paper ready or open your notes app on your phone chloe kick us off with top tip number one tip number one is just to start with just remember who is in control at the end of the day Okay, so this applies to every single situation, whether it's traveling or just eating out at a restaurant or anything like that. At the end of the day, the only person who's in control of their nutrition is you and what you decide to do. So if you are traveling, think about what your goals are. This is a great place to start. Any decisions you make in terms of traveling need to be based on what your goals are. If you don't have a specific goal in terms of fitness, nutrition and perhaps you just want to you just want to go and enjoy your holiday don't stress out about holiday eating go and enjoy it and you know make the most of all those lovely foods if you do have a specific fat loss goal or a muscle gain goal you need to make sure you're you know you're getting to the gym or perhaps you're just being a little bit more in control with certain foods so again at the end of the day you're in control it's down to you as an individual so think about how you want to handle your holiday how do you want to come out of it the other side and then make those choices based on what your goal is. I think on that note as well, it's just kind of remembering to not freak out and get overwhelmed. I have a lot of clients who are going on holiday, but they're approaching it from a place of like freaking out and worrying instead of actually the fact that they're going to be going on holiday and enjoying it. So don't think about all the things that you can't control, you know, whether your flight's delayed and you get stuck without food or whether you get to a hotel and there's nothing on the menu you can eat. Just think about what you can do, okay? So perhaps you can make sure... You know, you eat on a schedule, you have an Airbnb, 
things you can control. Just don't worry about anything else. And I think that's kind of like a, a blanket tip to introduce all of our other tips. Yeah. So, Tom, what, I love what's it, Chloe. I absolutely two? love it. I, I love that. Just touching on that really quickly. I just like just taking that moment to like say, take a step back, look at it from a bigger picture. A weekend away, a week away, two weeks away, in a three-month, six-month, 12-month period, how does that fit in? We are all about averages, and it is just taking that bird's-eye view and, like I say, enjoying it for what it is, being present. But obviously, for those who want to be mindful and still want to approach it in the right way, my top tip to begin with here is about what you do as soon as you get on the plane. I always ask clients to eat and drink on the new time zone as soon as they step foot on the plane. So keeping that structure of food intake and potentially sleep routine as well, adjusting to where you're traveling to. You might have to fast a little bit. It might be worth having a little nap on the plane. But what you'll feel is when you get to your destination, you'll feel more in sync with your surroundings, with your environment. The last thing you want to do is be you know, in a sleep debt or skipping meals or missing meals. We all know what happens if we're hungry and we've missed meals. We, we overeat, we overconsume, and we're grabbing the first thing that we can get our hands on. So eat on the new time zone as soon as you step foot on the plane. Yeah, that's a great one. I had a client who went to South Korea for the, for the CrossFit Championships and we got her eating on the new time zone because her flight got in at a weird time and obviously digestion is so important and your body works on those kind of clocks in terms of digestion. So we actually got her eating on the time zone like the day before she left and it did make a massive difference in how she settled when she got there and stuff like that. So that's that's such a good one. So on that nice. note as well, in terms of obviously time zone and structure, that would kind of take us on to the, the third tip, which would be look ahead at the environment and the structure. So obviously, whether you're on a new time zone or you're on the same time zone, whatever you're going to be choosing to eat, just try and eat at the same times as usually would. So if you're used to getting up in the morning, going doing a workout and then eating at 9am, keep it the same. If you're used to eating your lunch at one, keep it the same. If you're used to having breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, do exactly the same as you, you know, as you would at home, because your body is used to that. And it means you're going to end up kind of perhaps making better food choices, enjoying those foods a bit more mindfully as well, because you're not, you know, ending up ravenous skipping meals. And then on that note as well, kind of make sure that environment supports your structure. So, you know, depending on where you're staying, perhaps have a little look ahead at what you will have access to. So if you do need to maybe prepare a little bit of your own food, are you staying in an Airbnb and you have cooking facilities? Do you, if you perhaps do need to maybe take some meal prep or anything like that, do they have a fridge? So this would be perhaps if you're traveling for work, you know, and not going that far. Do you have a fridge? Do you have a microwave? Is there somewhere where you can kind of get like easy snacks you can keep in your hotel room? So just scoping things out ahead of time and being prepared and not just kind of going into it like, well, YOLO, I'll just kind of see what there is when I get there. That's not yeah. going to do you any good. You need to kind of make sure that you are prepared because you would be prepared with every other aspect. So don't just freak out and be like, oh, well, I'm going away. So whatever. Yeah. Thinking about that as well. Nice. Nice. Really like that. That's again, your environment. It's conducive to help you. And it's, again, just having a little bit of strategy, a little bit of planning goes such a long way and will help people to make more informed decisions about eating out or, you know, choices of where they're going to stay. Looking at your surroundings is so, so key. So when it comes then to what to eat when you're on holiday, my next tip 
is protein and plants. For me, again, this is about taking those good habits and principles that you maybe do at home with you on holiday. Trying to build your meals around protein and plants first. Keeping that protein intake consistent is crucial for ensuring that you you know, are going to feel full between meals, particularly maybe if you're trying to stay on that fat loss plan. If your goal is muscle gain or performance, you still want to make sure you're getting adequate protein while you're on a holiday, regardless if you're training, training or not. And obviously as well, keeping up your micronutrition. So trying to get some, some plants on your plate would be fantastic, whether that's local fruit, whether that's, you know, meals that contain vegetables, whether you're, you know, if you're an all-you-can-eat kind of all-inclusive buffet, you can go up and, and grab some seasonal produce. Just get some colour on that plate. That's all I'm asking people to do. After you've got the protein, then you've got the plants, then you can add your carbs, your beige food, things you want to indulge in and enjoy. That's absolutely fine. But try and get some protein in there, some micronutrition at every meal, and that will keep me happy. As well, when you go to play, you know, when you go on holiday... If you're going to somewhere like in the Med or whatever, like you, the food available, like the fresh fruit and veg are just amazing. And all the, you know, the grilled meats and stuff, like all that food tastes so good when you're on holiday and all the color and everything. Just, yeah. it's, you know, it's a good chance to kind of enjoy that food as well. Yeah, I think lots of fruit and veggies when you're abroad are, is, is a winner, especially when it's hot. And then I think in my next tip would be take some of the basics when you're traveling as well. So, Obviously, there's various things we can take, but just kind of have a look at that traveling window and think, what can I take in the traveling window? Because this would perhaps be somewhere that we might kind of like fall down a little bit if we get, we all know how it is when we get stuck, if our flight is delayed, or even we're just like out for an extended period of time, we get a bit hangry because we haven't got any food. And perhaps if we end up kind of going, you know, if we're stuck at a service station or if we're at an airport or something and maybe there isn't something that really lines up with our goals think about what you can take when you're traveling in the actual traveling portion so if you're on a plane or a bus or a train or whatever you know are you going to take like full you know meal prep are you going to take protein shakes rice cakes protein bars beef jerky little oat pots like there's loads of things like that that you can take for when you are actually in the traveling process as well. And again, this comes down to your goals. So perhaps, you know, if you're, you know, we're not, we don't have a specific goal, we're just enjoying ourselves. Maybe we want to do, get some things on the road that, you know, are a little bit different. If you have a specific goal, do you need to meal prep and get like a meal prep bag? When I went to Dubai, I think I was three weeks into my competition prep. So I had to take all my meal prep. Like there was, it was the kind of thing it was like non-negotiable. So I had a meal prep bag. You can get some great meal prep bags. I have one and it's got all these various compartments. You can fit about eight meals in it and it's incredible. So it's just kind of thinking again, like what can you actually take in the traveling section of, of the travel? How prepared do you need to be? Nice. Yeah, I really like that. Again, a little bit of planning goes a long way. I'm going to flip it back to when we're on holiday again now for my next tip which is about taking your own snacks. Now, often people on holiday maybe go out for the day, whether they're going to go on a boat trip excursion or they're going to spend the day at the beach. And just having some good quality snacks can help plug those gaps in the day, ensuring that you, again, don't go long periods without eating and end up, you know, kind of three, four, five ice creams deep. These are things you might be able to get from the hotel, you know, might be able to get some some nuts, some portable fruit. You might be able to get some cooked protein or you might be able to get something from a local convenience store 
like protein bars, ready to drink shakes, some yogurts, anything like that that can be kind of carried around with you. Like I say, anything that's non-perishable is going to be great, particularly if it's a bit hot in the climate you're in. But again, just a little bit of thought, a little bit of structured snacking, particularly if your goal is maybe fat loss and you don't want to end up, like I say, without anything to eat with you and you have to grab what's nearby, which sometimes isn't the best option. So take something with you. If it's non-perishable and you don't eat it, doesn't matter. you got it for the next day anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like rice cakes are the best thing for that as well, aren't they? You can literally take rice cakes anywhere and everywhere and they're always, always great. And you can get so many fancy flavours. So they are great as well. Okay, tip number seven, don't restrict into holiday. We get this all the time. We get clients saying, okay, well, I need to do like an aggressive fat loss plan because I have a holiday coming up and then I'm going to drive myself into the ground in a crazy deficit all the way into my holiday. If you do this, you're going to get on holiday and it's going to be like, if you've had, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, however long of being very, very strict on your diet, you're going to perhaps get to your holiday and see it as a bit of a free-for-all and just go crazy and fill your boots. And obviously we want to enjoy foods on holiday, but we, it can't, we have that like overcompensation effect of where we just end up eating a lot more. We stuff ourselves full of food and then we just feel rotten and we don't really enjoy any of the foods that we have when we go away. So if you are going on holiday and you do, maybe you do want to lose a bit of weight for holiday and there's nothing wrong with being, with saying, okay, I want to feel a little bit more comfortable in this dress or something like that. That's fine. But just don't, you know, don't go on to a crazy deficit or restrict a load of foods because you're going to get on holiday. You're going to see all those foods as suddenly not off limits anymore. And you're going to eat loads and just feel crappy. So that would be a big thing is just if you are on a bit of a diet, you know, allow yourself to have some foods you enjoy, allow yourself to have some foods that perhaps you see as maybe off limits to a holiday. Don't do that. Don't off limit any foods to a holiday because it never ends well. You will eat the whole buffet. I've done that. Yeah, no, I, I like it. And again, it, it alludes back to that very first point that you made, in the fact that you are in control. You can make your choices. Whatever choices you're making, if, if you are making those yourself, rather than often doing things in a spur of the moment, you're going to feel in more overall control. Speaking about mm. energy-dense foods, just to uh, be devil's advocate, this is my next tip. It's very easy <laughs> to over-consume these energy-dense foods, though. Thing And mm. think then they're everywhere on holiday. Pastries. Everything comes with chips. There's ice cream vendors at every oh, corner. There's crisps. <laughs> There's deep fried foods. They're everywhere. Now, I'm not saying you need to remove them. You don't need to remove any food. That's not how we work. But just being aware and maybe don't make every meal or every snack energy dense. You can, like you said, eat protein and plants. You can maybe get some more local foods if you want to try some local fish and you want to get, like say, some local fruits and vegetables in whatever it is that you're eating just be aware just take a moment and like I say not every meal and snack needs to be energy dense particularly if you've got a fat loss goal or particularly if you've got a performance goal and you're still thinking about your training often people feel sluggish and they feel bloated and feel uncomfortable if they over consume these type of foods so enjoy it but just be mindful that's all I'd say 
yeah i think on the enjoyment factor as well that's that's another tip is actually go and enjoy the food because if you go and you know look at it approach it from a place of I think a lot of people approach holiday food sometimes from a place of panic and being like, oh my God, I'm going to eat a, I don't know, a pastry. And it's like, that's fine. Go and enjoy it. Don't panic about it. But if you do panic, you're going to feel worse. Like, you know, when we, when we eat food and we, we have feelings of guilt around it, it does ruin the digestion of that food. It makes us feel crappy. So if you are having those foods, enjoy them and eat them slowly and mindfully because otherwise you kind of, the panic around them and like thinking it's off limits, you eat it faster, you barely notice it going down because you've, you're panicking about eating it. And then you end up eating more and more. So just kind of enjoy those foods. Don't restrict things throughout the day. Like if you do go somewhere and there's a food that you've never had before, like I remember when I was in Italy with my friends and we were obsessed with cannolis. Oh my God, honestly. And <laughs> if we saw a cannoli place, we were going to have a cannoli. We weren't going to be like, oh, we can't have that. Like you just have the foods that you enjoy because otherwise you don't, then you're not going to end up overeating them later on. So yeah, enjoy the food. Don't approach your holiday from a place of panicking about food. Approach it from a sensible place where you're like, okay, I know I want to enjoy these things. And if you do that, you're more likely to make those better choices anyway. I think a little bit of, we tend to kind of view like, you know, there's all this relationship with food is so important, but I think we can take it maybe sometimes a little bit too far. We need to remember that we are in control of our health and we don't want to be like stupid about food. We still want to, you know, have the protein in the plant. It's just, it is balance at the end of the day. So yeah, so go and have your pastry, go and have your cannoli but also get your get your protein in. So, you know, balance, balance, balance is super important. Chloe, I love it. I could hit, listen to you talk about this kind of stuff all day. I just think it, it's spot on. Like <laughs> just being mindful and not super restrictive with your nutrition on holiday, you will feel so good for doing it. It is a time to relax, but it's also a time not to put pressure on yourself. Like I say, if you get a hang up, get a hang up for something, the last time I went to Turkey, it was baklava. And I just wanted it every day and I just had it oh, every day yeah. and I really enjoyed it. And that's all I think about. And that's what I associate with that holiday, which is what you want. You want those memories. You want those mm. feel good moments, whether it's, the, like say, the local seafood, whether it's the desserts, whether it's the the uh, the paella, if you're going to Spain or whatever it is. Create exactly. those memories, create those moments, because that's what you'll remember on holiday, not sat on the beach by the pool not having a drink, not having an ice cream because it doesn't fit in your macros. Like you don't need yeah. to open my fitness pal when you're on holiday. You just need to, like say, enjoy exactly. it, be present, connect with the people that you're on holiday with, enjoy the environment. A hundred percent. I love it. I absolutely love it. My final tip, tip number 10 is a very simple one, but it's one again that often gets forgotten about. And this is hydration. This comes down to because we are out of our normal environment, we don't potentially have those usual triggers or things we do in our day to help us tick those world-class basics off, as we call them. Hydration is one that often people, you know, they get up in the morning, they first drink of the day might be a cup of coffee at breakfast, their second drink of the day might be a pina colada when the bar opens at half past 10, and then they're drinking mm. out of a paper cup or a plastic cup for the rest of the day. There's not a lot of water going around. Now, I don't want to come across as Mr. Boring Nutritionist, but as soon as you get up in the morning, 
try and get hydrated and then try and stay hydrated over the day. This will help you for a number of reasons. One, I never want to feel sluggish and tired when I'm on holiday. I want to enjoy holiday. If I want to nap in the sun, I'll have a nap in the sun. Of course I will. But I don't want to feel sluggish and not able to go out and about and do the things I want to do. So I make sure I I keep well hydrated. It helps me then if I want to have a drink or two. It helps me feel really full between meals. It helps my skin to look good or try to help it look good at least. It's just so important to make sure that that world-class basic of getting up getting hydrated and staying hydrated over the day is just something we nail. So, you know, do whatever you need to do to make sure that habit is in place, but just don't forget about your hydration when you're on holiday. Yeah, that's a great point as well. I definitely have been known to, you know, on those all-inclusive holidays, start having a pina colada at like 9am just for for the hell of it, because that's what you do. (laughs) Because you can and you're on holiday, yes. Have you you got any holidays planned? Yeah. yeah going away end of september is our next one going back to turkey to eat more baklava as i oh, mentioned yeah. previously oh it's so good <laughs> isn't it how about you are you going away <laughs> soon i'm going away i'm going to visit my little sister who lives in south korea and i'm very excited for that because all the food there looks incredible so i will be filling my boots but you know with balance <laughs> but yeah that's gonna be epic. amazing amazing Yeah. And I think hopefully, you know, there's 10 tips here and we're not asking anyone who listens to this to do all 10. Pick one or two things. We know that holidays Mm -hmm. are a time where you don't we're not asking people to follow a nutrition plan or restrict your eating. These tips are simply here just to maybe help you plug a few gaps. These are common issues that we see. Like I say, so you can go into a holiday, enjoy it and come when you get back, you then suddenly haven't got to panic slash your calories through the floor, start doing extra cardio every day to try and burn off your holiday, you're just going to come back and hopefully pick up where you left off and feel good about it, right? Yeah, that's actually, I feel like that's an extra tip there that we've just put in is don't do don't do loads of cardio because of holiday food guilt. That's another trap people might fall into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Chloe, we've covered our top 10 tips. Thank you very much for giving up some time and jumping on the podcast today. If people don't know who you are, how do they find out more about you? How do they get an insight into who you are and what they and what you do? You can hit up uh, my Instagram at ChloeSalt93 um, or check out the Female Performance Project Instagram at Female Performance Project. We've got loads of female-focused nutrition advice on there and I'm sure there'll be some useful stuff for the guys as well if they, if they want to know anything. But yeah, loads of bits and pieces, lots of stuff, relationship with food, wise, traveling, foods on the go, which would be, if you're interested in this kind of podcast uh, with these tips, then you'd definitely find that useful too. So yeah, come and check us out. Amazing. Chloe, thank you so much. For more info about us, PH Nutrition, our programs and plans, head over to our website, phnutrition.co.uk or our Instagram, which is at ph underscore nutrition. If you want to come find myself, I'm at tmc.nutrition. If there's anything you want us to cover, drop any of us a message. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Please share and rate this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and happy holidays. Thanks, Chloe.